You're listening to Barbells, Boot Camps, and Banter, the official podcast of athletic-based training. We'll chat all things health, fitness, and probably some shenanigans along the way. I'm your host, Crystal Blank, owner of ABT and part-time Olympic weightlifter. Thanks for tuning in. No, Holly might have just went in the house, but I think uh, Cameron's, oh, I thought that was Cameron, but it's just uh, her jacket. <laughs> oh, no, she, she's right there. <laughs> uh, so. How's everyone doing today, though? All right? Good. Just got a great workout in with one of my clients. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Outside? We, yeah, we yeah. use the parking lot next door. Um, set up the barbell and did three rounds, 21 knee tucks, 15 kettlebell swings, and nine cleans. Okay. And it was fun. Just a good little sweat for lunchtime, you know? Yeah, nice. Nice. I've been doing more of that mini workout stuff. I'll do a couple during the day and just keep them small, you know? That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. that's a good way to do it. You know what I mean? It breaks up your day and gives you like something else to kind of work with. Yep. I've, still, I've been doing like one. In the... <laughs> yeah, I've been doing like one in the morning, and then like usually like we'll go for a walk or like a bike. Ride. Wait, a cocktail or a workout? <laughs> oh well, that too. Either one depends. Depends. But you, Mook, you working out a lot? Not enough. I mean, I get yeah. a walk or run or a bike in every day. I'm just not getting enough shit in. It's just, uh, I'm getting fat is what I am. This week's been a good week. I've had a, I've had a decent week this week, so we're uh, we're doing okay. I, uh, I, I got to no say, Mookie, place. Mookie, you're like the most positive we're, we're, we're living right in. now. So if you start going negative on us, I don't know. Then the world really effed up. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely not going negative on anyone. It's uh, it's uh, the reality of the situation is, it is. that it's uh, it's difficult. It's challenging. You know, you find yourself with uh, you know, I, I see all these posts out there. These people posted are like, oh yeah, those those things that didn't get hang up or that deck I wanted to fix. It wasn't that I didn't have time. I just didn't give a shit. It's like, and it's it's part of that's the truth. You know, part of that's also people don't want to go to the stores and pick up all the supplies they need because they're afraid right. to go out. Which I get that too, but uh, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to connect to my Bluetooth speakers with this car thing going. So if you guys can't hear me, no, like you're that, good, man. Disconnected. Yeah, over. I think we're good. I, I can definitely hear you. Like just that. you know, it's it's fine. It is what it is. All right. Yep. Again, I, I I made reference to uh, the um, I lowered a little bit. To Stern was having like setup issues when he was interviewing Brady. And then I was listening to a Rogan one today, and he was having issues with, like, his connections. So, like, basically the two biggest, like, radio and podcast personalities in the world are having uh, connectivity issues. You know, the fact that we have them, we, should, we, don't, we don't have to feel too bad about it. We must be better than those we look up to. <laughs> exactly. Hey, there you no, go. Actually. There you go. Well, you got to keep in mind that the whole world's on this Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, you know. Right. Well, I think actually the whole this time on it, the network right actually benefits for. that because I don't think this is like a high traffic time. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm just talking out of my ass there. I don't right. know if that really helps. Yeah, no, but... not yep. <laughs> I mean, who knows, man? I mean, it's no, all just yeah, 5G no, well, well, shit anyway. So. Well, traffic time, of course. <laughs> Listen, that's all I keep hearing. My, my, uh, I've developed a very modest, novel uh, uh, interest in small stock trading, like little penny stocks and dollar stocks. And all I keep seeing is 5G yeah. stocks are going to blow up the world. So have you 5G been investing, Mook? that's got to do with 5G is going to be like the craziest thing in the next five years. What have you been going oh, yeah, strictly into that 5G stuff? Like what have you been doing, man? Talk to me. I'm a I'm a newbie investor. I need some uh, some insights. Not well, insights. I, stuff. Did, I uh I did some I did some 5G stuff. I dabble in some of the marijuana pot stocks. There's so many and they're so cheap. You know, if you hit one, great. If you don't, it's, it doesn't cost you anything. And uh. I, uh, I bought some uh, Norwegian right. cruise line. The stock was just too freaking cheap. I did. I mean, listen, I, I had this conversation with my brother the other day. Why go buy a $50 stock, right? A 40 It's kind of like a bottle of wine to me. Why go buy a $50, $60, $70 stock or a $1,000 stock where it's only going to go so high, right? It's only going to go maybe two, three times higher if you're good. Maybe 10. Who knows? Maybe 10 times higher at a $50 stock where you can buy Norwegian at $9. It was at 80 before all of this. So there's a 10 time, yeah, but return, imagine on investment a 10 time return on investment on Google. So, I mean, or Amazon. Yeah, but the money's, but the money's relative, right? If you dump a thousand dollars into Google and it multiplies 10 times, that dollar amount. No, the, the percentage is the same, but the dollar amount's way higher. I would much rather a uh, ten times return on the Google stock than on a thirty dollars stock no, no, or a ten dollars so, stock. You know. So yeah. So what? So anyway, that's that's what I've been looking at. Is, is some of the travel ones. Um, was it TripAdvisor? TripAdvisor just so, yeah, that makes sense, like eight dollars to hundred. Yeah, people are planning for the future, and that's where I've been looking right now. I've I've been looking at like Live Nation. What's that? Because once everything's back to normal, concerts are going to blow up, you know. Uh, night I think that's going to be one of the last back. things to come back. Though. Yeah, so that's why I if I can get a, some stock in them low enough, I'll fucking do that. Um, but I've also been looking at communications. Uh, AT&T dropped a bunch, so they're, they're looking good to get into. Um, yep, yep. Look at, uh, look at Nokia. And Ericsson, um, Ericsson Mobile, I think it's called. Ericsson something, I can't think of. Uh, I think it's actually just Ericsson. Ericsson is a big one, and Nokia is actually trading really low. They're like $3 a share. Okay. And they're big in the 5G space. So I got one, I got one for you guys, and this is some real. Again, I, 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 this, is what I do with, this is what I do with my 11 p.m. Um, free time. Basically just for the listeners of the podcast, this is a big one. So. There's this company, and I don't think too many people have heard about it. No one's really using using it yet. It's called Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it's about it's gonna blow up, man. Everybody's gonna be using it. Everybody's gonna be should using probably it. get on that one pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's one too. I bet you that one right before this was like, you know, have you seen the numbers on that one? No. I know. I I heard somebody told me it was 
The wrong one. Zoom technology technologies is in Japan. Is a Japanese There was a company. problem. There's two like Zooms Zoom out there. I think people dumped a bunch of money into the wrong did. one. But a bunch of people, yeah, bought that one. That stock was like up a shit ton just because of that. That's hilarious. Yep. Yo, if I was an employee there, I would have started selling immediately. <laughs> right? What the hell? Let's sell. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. Um, yeah. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Get the fuck out of this thing, yeah. Exactly. Nope, I agree. That's funny shit. What Fuck else, man? What are you coming back from New Hampshire right now? I am on my way back to New Hampshire. I uh, I, I go back and forth. I literally go from doorstep to doorstep um, to come back and see Gabe because Gabe goes back and forth from my house to his mom's house. So to make it easier on everybody, I uh, I come down, see him for a few days, and then I jump back in the truck and I go back up to New Hampshire and. Uh, <coughs> Go back yep. and forth. Literally doorstep to doorstep. I don't go anywhere else. But uh, yeah, and um, my wife's works fully open, but she's working remotely. I mean, the the building's closed, but her work's full blown. So she, as soon as this all hit, she, um, we basically all moved up to New Hampshire, and the kids have been back once for Easter, so we could all be together for Easter with Gabe, what, and then uh, we all went back to New Hampshire right after. And uh, my little guy wants to just live there. He doesn't want to come over. She works at Caterpillar. So she rents Caterpillar, Milton Cat in Milford has, uh, they have two divisions. They have an earth moving side, so the big trucks, bulldozers, excavators, all that stuff that you guys all see. And then the other half of their company um, is their power system side. So they rent large size generators, that, you know, the ones you see on the back of an 18-wheel truck. They, they rent large size generators to hospitals, grocery stores. Uh, manufacturing, whatever. Yeah, I would think that is. side is probably bumping uh, right now um, so with, like, uh, doomsday preparation <laughs> for big, big hospitals and places, you know, making sure they have the ability to handle everything that's going on. No, oh, yeah. No, it's actually, it's all of it, exactly. So there's, there's the doomsday scenario stuff, then you got the, the grocery stores, which are on high capacity, so they, they, they're in fear. And then you get the hospitals putting up the makeshift, you know, the makeshift hospitals in the parking lot. And you got, you know, all kinds of that going Makes on. Sense. So in hospitals, it's power needed. So they're renting a generator. Yeah. So she is, uh, she is quite busy. It's, uh, it's just weird. She's working from a, a table with a couple of computers, a couple of screens yeah. versus her desk and office. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, they what, all make hey, do. They're all in the same boat. The whole world's in the same right boat. Now. We're all working from home or some type of remote location. I am, uh, I am, Temporarily laid off uh, officially until this is pretty much done. So, um, whereas my business is still considered essential, that's a whole other conversation for another day. But I uh, know, I mean, it's, it's it's still considered essential. No, I mean, just the world of what's essential, not essential. I think it's funny. It's right. a very blurry line. I think you can find more businesses on the non-essential list, on the essential list, and non-essential list. It might have been quicker to go that way. But. Um, no, no. So, so yeah, the core business that we do is still essential, and there's still a lot of customers looking for service. But because of the number of customers that don't want services, uh, the need fully staff isn't there. So um, I was gotcha. the new guy in. Gotcha. How you doing with that? I, I, I temporarily laid off, and as soon as this is done, uh, we'll go right back. I was just saying, how are you doing with that? How's the whole, like, how's the mind? It gives me more time to focus on some other things and to do other things. Uh, you know, Hunter's doing homeschooling, so... 
you know, with Audra still working full time, I'm you, you know kind of doing as much of the homeschooling stuff with Hunter as I can. Yeah. Uh, my little kindergartner, and so you know between that and then whatever else needs to be done, and um, to get outside and play the outdoor. We talked about it earlier. You know, whenever we can get out and go for a run or a bike ride, he's really active lately with his bike riding and trying to you know get really good at his two wheel. He's practicing his drifting the other day. It was pretty funny. We uh, we play Mario Kart and all those games. You know, you get to drift. So next thing you know, I'm out in the, in the road, and he's practicing his drifting as he comes around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's hysterical. Yeah, man. Dad, it's, you see it's, that I, drift? I'm drifting. I'm like Mario. Oh, my God. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, just like Mario. So, no, I think, yeah, so it's different. So, you know, between trying to get in a runner, walker, biker, a workout class, trying to get that stuff in, trying to do the homeschooling stuff, um, you know, trying to, trying to actually capitalize on some time at home or we got some time up in New Hampshire to get some stuff done. Right. And still trying to keep in touch with work. I still I still work. It's just not from a full-time perspective. I mean, I still try and get some stuff done. Um, you know, if the phone rings, I answer it. Just the way I am. I'm not going to shut it off. Um, that's what it is. For like, putting it better way, whether I'm getting paid or not, it's, the phone doesn't shut off. It's, you know, I got a customer that I, I told I was going to service, and I service so. Um, you know, I saw the phone ring a little bit. The guys are still out there looking for stuff to get down or close to numbers. So, you know, we're still yeah, active on that. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's, so it's, it's, it's like a good way. It's a challenge trying to fit all it. And I go back and forth. That, like, you might not be able to do all the time. You know, I kind of had, like, a moment of clarity slash sappiness last night where I was, like, kind of just looked around with my kids. And I was like, I have, you know, I'm doing things with my kids during the day that I haven't been able to do. Like, it's, you know, like, middle of the day, beautiful day out, riding bikes and riding scooters and playing catch and just out in the backyard, like sitting on the hammock, like, you know what I mean? Like things like that. I'm like, dude, I can't remember like the last time that I got a full day of this in with, with both kids and, and Holly, you know what I mean? It was just kind of, I don't know. just kind of hit me last night that I was like, you know what? This is a, this is a situation that like our kids are going to remember, but you know, uh, the way that we, the way that I look at this situation, the way that I handle it, that's the way that my kids are going to remember this. You know, if I if I'm down in the dumps and negative all the time, and, and you know, pouting around the house about how everything sucks, then years and years from now, yep. my kids look back at this. You know, they're gonna talk about how bad it sucks. If I'm walking around positive as hell, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, remember that time when Dad was home all the time and we played catch and we weren't we were in between houses, but it was wicked cool. We were sleeping in one bedroom together and <laughs> sleeping on air mattresses, like talking about how fun it is. Like that, I don't know. I just kind of like again just had this moment of hey, I'm controlling this situation for not just me, but for, like, my whole family and my kids. Like, let's let's yeah. be let's be as positive as we can on this. Took a note out of, uh, took a page out of Mookie's book, you know? Positive. No, I listen, listen, I, uh, I, I joked with you the other day, and I, not to speak of myself in the third person, but Mookie wasn't built for this this socialization thing, right? I, I wasn't built to, to not be out and socialize and to talk and whatnot. Right. But from the flip side, to, 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 to capitalize on what you just said, this is a moment in time we'll never get back, right? We'll never get these moments back with our kids and with our families, our wives and our husbands. I mean, from, from someone on a little bit different perspective, my oldest is a year away, a little over a year away from going to college. And, and so as much time as I can capitalize on spending with him, I will. Right. Whether it's the two of us sitting on the couch, streaming Netflix, 
or, you know, whatever it is, I don't really care. You know, it's, it's time that we get to spend together that we'll never get back. You know, my, um, my little guy, I mean, he's only in kindergarten and after school and whatnot. These are times you're never going to get back with your kids. I always told people, and I always grew up in this, I always wanted to be a dad. Like somebody ever said, what did you want to be growing up? I just wanted to be a dad. I wanted to have kids, and I wanted to, you know, imitate and mimic the great upbringing that my dad had and gave me and, and how he was there for me. I mean, yeah, my dad worked 40, 50, 60, 70 hour a week sometimes, but he was there. As much as he could be, he was there. My mom was there. And so I've always wanted to just be there for my kids, and right now you, you have that. Like everybody has that opportunity. And yes, I get it. It's stressful. They're, 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 you know, the little ones will whine and they complain. The older ones just want to be on Snapchat and there are other things. And the, the, you know, everybody wants to be on their video games and, and not spend time. But, but to be honest with you, you're still spending time. You're all in that one room, and you know, we try and capitalize by playing board games and family dinners and all these things that a lot of families don't get to do with the hectic sports schedules that are usually going on. I mean, I know when the kids were. were well, younger, they were all full-blown sports. We were all over town, games here, games there, different towns. And, and you know, you know, grab McDonald's if you had to or on the go, on the fly. And so, you know, you're working from home, you're eating at home, everybody's home. I, I look at it kind of like you just said, Chris, is you, you capitalize on what you have because you'll, you'll never get it back. A time like this, we hope anyway, won't ever happen again. Um, and I think when it ends, it'll be kind of weird. Yeah, I think everybody's going to run off the door and, you know, go buy something just so they can go to Target and say, I went to Target and bought it. Or I can go to Starbucks and get my coffee now and talk <laughs> to the barista. But, but at the same time, I'm going to be a little sad. Like, I'm going to be sad and be like, all right, I got to go I gotta go to work. Like, bye. And, and leave my kids somewhere and not spend as much time with them as I can. Um, and, and, you know, to, to pull from what I've said before, positivity is the most infectious thing you can spread. It is the easiest infection you can spread with a smile and, and, and cheer and happiness that affects the, the, the well-being of everyone. And, you know, right now you're in control of that. You can do that. Chris, it's not good. just how they'll remember this time. It's also how they'll handle similar situations when they grow up because they've seen and learned from you how to handle it. True. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. You know, we're, we're you know, the, the, the parents of younger kids, and just kids in general, of course. I mean, I, my stepson, who's a freshman in high school, but, you know, it's the same thing. They all, you know, they all learn uh, from how we do and what we do. And so, um, you know, I've never been one to, to preach, ne- you know, to be negative or to you know, try to, if I was negative, I tried to, you know, not let it show as little as possible. So, you know, to not impress that negativity or you know, a negative atmosphere or attitude around anybody because it's just not the way... I want to, uh, you know, I want to raise my kids. And you can ask right. my kids, any, any, all three of them. Uh, and they'll tell you, you know, it's, right. it's about as positive as it gets. And I try and be. You know, like I said, I've made analogies to making traffic look positive. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's just, you know, you're not the cause of the traffic. So, it makes, you know, so it's, but it's all perception, right? You got to, you know, make, make the kids perceive and, and, and believe it's as positive as possible, even though it's, it is scary out there. You know, people wearing face masks, and you got to wash everything, and you got to clean everything, and you got to be hyper vigilant about everything. Somebody coughs and sneezes, and everybody runs in different directions, like you just got shot. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it is a scary time out there. Um, but it's a, uh, I think it's going to be a new normal. I think it's going to be a new normal, 
I think the younger generation, the younger kids, those four, five, six-year-olds, will adapt and adjust much quicker. I think the uh, the teenagers and, and the, the older people, the older generation. Yeah, see, we talked about that in our last a little bit. We separated society. We take one and and things husbands. that they're talking about kind of like going away. Uh, I, I really hope, I, I mean, to me, a lot of them don't make sense. Like, I don't. I get it that people are going to be concerned about spreading diseases in general and things like that, but, like, hey, man, like... What, are we going to walk around wearing, like, full-size condoms? Like, I'm not not hugging people. Like, right. it's like, just Kenny's not a hugger. I'm a, I love handshakes. I love high fives. I love dapping people up. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go with, like, and I saw this one the other day, and it's like, you know, go with, like, the namaste bow, and go with this bow, and this, and, um... The only one that was on there that I was like, yeah, that's my thing already, though. So it's like the shaka. Like, I was like, I always do that. That's my thing. Like, I always do that. But, like, you know, what what is going to be the new norm? Are we going to, like, turn, like, in what you said, like, are we going to, you know, the younger kids are going to adjust. But are we going to turn, like, a whole generation of kids into a bunch of germaphobes? Like, th- there is, a, there is a, a, a part of this that we need to teach them how to how to be better before something like this happens and you know yeah taking care of yourself and not being like dirty and, and spread germs is fine but like taking away a shake hand and a, and a nice firm handshake and looking a man in the eye i'm sorry that's still got it still holds a place like it's still it's still something that i'm going to continue to teach my son to do so you know and then but but i think the other things that we need to 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 preach is how do you handle yourself before you get a disease like this? Like, do you take care of your body? Are you exercising? Are you eating nutritious foods? Are you not compromising your immune system? So when these diseases come around, you're in the percentage that is going to get this and be okay. You know, I think. Those yeah. Are- yeah, no, no, of course. I mean, there's always, I mean, you guys live it, right? You guys eat it, drink it, breathe it, work it. I mean, you guys live the, the healthy lifestyle, nutrition, physical fitness, you know, maintaining your body and, and all of that, um, you know, building up your immune system as much as you can so you can, you know, defend against this. And, and I don't think that's ever going to change. I do think it's, I think you're right, Chris, that there's going to be uh, a little more vigilance to that. I think people are going to, you know, pay more attention to it. Um you know, is it going to change the world? I think that I think there's a, a, a subsect of that this is going to be negative right. from the perspective of over sanitizing, right? Did you, you, your, your immune system develops because yes. you get something or you're exposed to something, the, the antibodies build up and you kill it internally. I mean, I, I mean, my doctors always told me, I mean, I had, I've had countless surgeries, I've never had an infection, and part of that was because growing up and, and, and as a young adult and as, a, as an adult, I never took anything. Right? I never took drugs. I never took anything that would, you know, I wasn't an older hand sanitizer. I wasn't a pill popper. I didn't do any of that stuff. So when they gave me the drugs at, at the hospital right. to prevent infection, they all worked. You know, so I think that I think that there's some sense you can be as immune to something as you want to be, but if you become oversensitized to it and you over sanitize, you're gonna be you're gonna be overly susceptible to it. And I think you, you can kinda of go the opposite way. Um, you know, to, 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 to not allowing your body to create these uh, antibodies to kill off the germs. Your body's going to get it because they're, they're dead. <laughs> because you, you've 
over sanitizers. I mean, I, I don't, I will never become one of these over sanitizers. Like I've, I've recently, and obviously when this all started, I walk around with a little bottle of Purell, but I've never been one of those hand sanitized every time I touch something and go somewhere. It just, it wasn't me. It's never been me. And I don't think I'm going to change and go back and I'm going to change that. Um, you know, am I a little more vigilant of it? Of course, I'd be ignorant if I wasn't. Um, but I, I think, to go back a little bit, Chris, I, I don't think that the handshakes and all that are going to go away, but I think it's going to be a 50-50, right? So you live and you guys work in this very personal world where you have clients that, after a very short period of time, become part of your family, right? And you guys talk about the wolf pack and the family. It's a close family. You know, you become part of it, and there's lots of hugging and, and, and handshaking and and, and closeness, that I don't think will go away because it's, there's a family aspect there, right? I think what's going to go away is those those um, uh, introductions, those those non-personal relationships you have with somebody, those greetings, those first-time interactions. I think there's going to be a little less um, initiation for the handshake or a little less initiation for the hug or whatever it is because there's not a, a connection there. And I think it's going to take away... You know, we, we started moving into this era where our kids don't apply for jobs. You don't go in anymore. You don't go introduce yourself anymore. You don't handshake and introduce and, and, and look somebody in the eyes and apply for a job. It's all online. And I think this is going to make that worse. I think it's all going to go that way. I go think that there are going to be businesses. You know, you see signs everywhere, no solicitation. It's a joke, right? There's no solicitation, but everybody, lets, everybody walks in the door, right? Because the only way things move in this world is through buying and selling and solicitation. So I get you want to minimize that not every you know not everybody's coming in your door, but that's the way things are bought and sold in this world. People go in, they they introduce and they sell something. I think that's going to take a hit, right? I think those two are going to be like, no, you don't right. work here, get out. I think you're going to see a lot of those things take place, which is going to cut down on the introductions, the handshakes, the look in the eyes. But I think in businesses like yours or in family sects, family uh, sectors and and whatnot, you're still going to have the handshakes, the dabs, the the hugs. Because people are going to want that attractive, that, that connection. They're going to want that. Yeah, I think people that, are going to, um, that human feel. Yeah, I think people but are I, going I think to it's want going to go that. Both I do think there's going to be certain instances, you know, and I joked about it. Like, I hope that these Zoom parties aren't like, you know, I hope we don't start having Zoom dinner parties. And that's how you get together with your friends now. Like, it's cool for right now because it's what we got. But in my opinion, it's going to it's going to enhance the experience when we do get out of this. Right. Like, you got musicians right now. Um you know, holding, you know, these mini like live sessions and mini concerts to people. And, you know, that's cool and all, and that's kind of fun, but it doesn't, it doesn't, um, compare to being at a live concert with 50,000 people outside, everybody singing all the lyrics together and, and swinging arm in arm back and forth. Like that can't hold a candle to that. Like that is something you know, not to be corny, but that's something like spiritual that happens. You know, when you're at those type of things, it's you, you just like feel connected to people. And those are the things that I worry that will go away to an extent. You know, I, I, I can deal with not handshaking somebody that I've never met. Away. No, I don't. I don't think they'll go away, but I worry about like some of like the little, you know, the minute little things of, of our culture that are, are really I don't know, they're kind of ingrained, and I think that's part of us, what, what makes us, like, humans in, in, in this whole thing together. Like, yeah, you know, I just worry about those those little things. Like, you know, Zoom's cool, but, you know, like... You know what will like, change? What's that? Going to the movies. 
they've talked about that, right? They've talked about like, like there's kind really of no need. Everyone can release it direct to TV. Yeah, that that's one thing. Actually, I was just listening to somebody talk on a podcast, and they made a good point about that. Like, is this going to kill movies, or will it do kind of the same thing? Like I was just talking about, like it's a different experience. But I don't know. I think I think this could really hurt the movie theater industry because, yeah. especially now, with like people have such. You have great. Everybody has like nice TVs and sound systems and, and this and that. Like you can watch the movies who you want with. And I don't know if you've seen this. Have you guys seen this? You can do Netflix or like I forget, like a Netflix watch. Netflix so you party. Can, yeah, yeah. So I haven't done it, but I was talking to some friends. That the, uh, my friend Josh Stanford, he was talking about that they did it um, with some friends. Um, but you know, it, it's just one of those things that's like that's cool, but. And I, I don't, I don't, not like a huge movie guy, but uh, like go into the movies. Oh, driving, driving's gonna one, blow actually. up. I think driving's gonna might blow, up. blow up. Once this thing comes back, that's actually a really good one. Because you could Dri- kind of be in your own spot. You lost Teddy. Driving's gonna blow up. He'll probably hop back on. Um, yeah, we lost Teddy. He he dropped off. But, you lost um, Teddy. It's fine. We'll just keep going. He'll probably hop back on. Um, yeah, but I just wonder. It's going to be interesting to to see what comes back, I, uh, what um, doesn't come back, what like kind of just goes away for a little bit and then comes back, or what disappears forever. You know, um, it's going to be interesting to see to see how people handle it. Because I've actually had conversations with like close friends that, you know, they talked about, you know, just I wouldn't be comfortable shaking hands, and I'm like, really, dude? Like, but once they say this thing is is good and it's kind of but once we do get back to, you know, back to, a, a, you know, a normal society, what things are going to go away and what things are going to going to come back. It's just going to be an interesting thing, you know, like sports. I think it's going to be. Um, so, so to touch on that, Chris, I think a few things. One is I don't think you're going to see a live sports event for months. I think it's going to be longer. I think, this, um, go ahead, I think the NFL. No, I was going to say, I think it's going to be something the NFL is going to try and capitalize on. To, you know, oh, the NFL bring us back, and the NFL put, you know, bodies in the stands. I do think, though, it's going to be a long time because if you have one state, right, you have California or Illinois or New York, you have one state that says right. no, you can't because then that's a neutral site game, and they get to move the game, and it's not, it doesn't work. Right? So you have to have buy-in from all 50 states. I think it's going to be a long time before you get there. Do you see what um, – in terms of what comes back and what doesn't? No, that, go ahead, keep going. No, I was going to say what comes back and what doesn't. I think that's part of that new normal that we keep hearing about, right? I think you're going to find that as soon as the floodgates open, people are all going to go back out. They're all going to have a party. They're going to go drinking. They're going to go to concerts. They're going to go to whatever they're allowed to go to. They're going to go to your house. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And then about two or three months later, they're going to go, wait a second. I can do that Zoom thing. I don't have to drive two hours to see my cousins in Austin. Also, I can, and I think it's going to be a hybrid, right? I think it's going to be a mix of that, where you're going to find people that are going to say, "Okay, we're going to do some of this, we're going to do some of that," and they're going to kind of put the two together. So I think you're going to see both. I think that we're not going to be overly zoomed, but we're going to still. I think Zoom's going to be a part of, or some entity like Zoom is going to be a part of our life. I think the same thing goes for work. I think all those companies out there that um, that before were reluctant to let their employees work from home because they were speculative on whether or not they were really working or, you know, the, the person who calls in sick and gets one or two days off sick. 
I think all that's going to change, right? I think somebody goes home sick now with a fever, two weeks, don't come back to work. No, man, that's it. We don't see them two weeks. And I think you're going to find companies that are going to say, oh, you want to work from home? Fine. We'll do a two-day on, three-day off, two-day on, whatever it is. Because these office, these companies, and if you think about it, the ones in the big cities, New York, Boston, you know, Providence, whatnot, they rented office space. Those, those offices are, oh, yeah. are massively expensive. If they can save hundreds of thousands of dollars a year by letting the employees work oh, yeah. home, I, I agree. they're going to do it. It's going to change, like the, you know, more like financial companies and technology companies and things like that that can can operate in that type of space. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. And I think that's going to have yeah. traffic. Listen, that could have some great, you know, some good um, effect on you know the environment, like less travel. You know, less need for. Well, let's for, ask what uh, happened to all commute, those empty buildings. Traffic. Yeah, true. To so all the empty buildings. Say that again. Oh, I, I think that if I was if I was a commercial real estate guy right now, right, and I don't mean the office park stuff. I'm not talking about like you know the the shopping malls and the plazas and all that stuff. But if I was a commercial real estate person. In the city of Boston, building a skyscraper for office space, I would be very, very. So I do have a friend that's in that, in that, in that that's, field. That's, that's, that's they they do a lot of that type of building. So I actually, we did. I actually hit him up the other day about maybe coming on and talking. So I think he'd be a good guy to talk to about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I um. I, I think that. But on the flip side, right? The shopping, like guys, know these multi-use plazas that they keep putting up with is. You know, two, three hundred units for people to live in, and there's a grocery store and a gym and a restaurant. Like, have you seen these all yeah. over the place? Oh, yeah, all of, that's actually one of the uh, things that my friend's company that they they yeah. the one at Arsenal, the Arsenal Mall. You talked to a movie, yes. actually. Yeah, yeah, Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly. So, yeah. So I think those are going to be massive, right? I think people are going to capitalize on those things. Like, oh wait, I can live here, exactly. not travel anywhere. I can go to my grocery store. I can go to the gym. I can go to a restaurant. I can do all the, I think those are going to be more popular than ever. Yes. When I say commercial real estate space, I mean the office space, right? Where the guy renting out the court, those, those guys renting out floors and buildings and spending thousands and thousands on rent for all their employees. And they go and they're paying the parking for their employee. They're paying gas. They're paying all this stuff, the tolls. And if they can say, hey, listen, you want to work from home three days a week? There goes your parking. There goes your gas. There goes your tolls. There goes my office space. I'll pay for your internet. Yes, yeah, uh, so that brings me back home. to my question, think, though. What happens when State Street Financial recognizes they can do this? What happens to that skyscraper in the financial district of Boston? No, I know. So do we tear it down? What do we do with it? What What happens? It's, it's up shit's creek, yeah. Or do you, I mean, I'm sure that those people have plans for that, right? Like, I mean, do you make that, you know, do you, can you turn it into residential you know can you do different things with it obviously you know they, it might change it might change like how they use it but they're, they're i mean real estate's real estate so they're going to always want to there's, there's always going to be a need for it in some some right. capacity so it's just about the way that they market it and, and do it i i know what you're saying teddy that like you know state street has you know i would keep using state street but you know they have 60 floors in this building that like are now not used because all these people are working from home. Hey, can we turn these into luxury apartments? You know what I mean? And, and yeah. do stuff like that. I have do no you tear a lot of these buildings down people are gonna get and build right other things there? Like, 
built a park. Yeah, but like this means skylines of cities could completely change. You know, New York, one of the most infamous skylines out there, could no longer look like what it does if this becomes, you know, the new normal of working from home, like you said. Um, Those buildings are no longer needed, and, and visually and structurally, they'll go through a lot of change. Yeah, yeah, I think, like, you'll, I don't think, I don't think you'll see them tear yeah, shit I down. Mean, I think that's like last ditch, right? That's like th- we can't sell these things. We can't figure out another way to use them. But I think you'll find ways to use them. I think those buildings are, you know, cost companies millions of dollars to build. So I think they'll get creative. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what they do. Right. Oh, you, I, I think that, 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 like you said, Chris, I think the last piece resort is to tear down. What I think you got to find is the, the, the guy who's looking to build a new one. Like, if I'm in Boston and I'm building one right now, those are the guys I'm scared, right? Those are the first people who need to be scared, in my opinion. I, I have no knowledge of this. I'm not in the real estate market. I have no idea. Right. Yeah. I could be a 1,000% wrong and, and, and have no idea. I'm just speculating. But I think if I'm the guy building that building right now, I'm scared. If I'm the guy who's occupying the building a little bit, I might want to renegotiate with my landlord, right? I might call my landlord and be like, hey, listen, listen, I, I don't really need all this space. Do you have another space for me? Or can we renegotiate the terms? Can we... You know, what can we do here? Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of that um, going on. And I think the other thing you're going to see is a lot less of that business travel, right? I think you're going to see that guy who went to New York or D.C. or California or Chicago or Florida. He's not waiting. Remember that Zoom thing? Yeah. You know, we're not flying you anywhere. I think, I think all of that is – I think a lot of that is going to change. I think um, it's going to be a, an interesting – Agree, and I, I like when you we, when we when we phrase it this way, and we talk about like how companies and how like culture and society will change, like in those ways. I don't mind talking about it. it. It's that like the new normal for some reason that just like rubs me the wrong way. I think if this situation can kind of you know affect us in a positive way of like, hey, yeah, you know what? So let's cut down on some travel. Let's cut down on you know pollution in the city because we're not do we're not the factories aren't doing this or the company this or whatever it is. Um, you know, like I think this is what well, we have to kind of look at the situation of, of being as, you know, to use Mookie's term, you know, what's the positive way we can, we can, we can come out of this. And it, it's reassessing the way that we were doing things, you know, and that's the case right there. Right. Mook? So it's like, if we, you, know, oh, if you got a guy who was working, you know, basically 365 <laughs> days a year, and traveling half of those and didn't get to see his kids playing baseball, you know, his senior season for half the games or more because he was always on the road traveling. But now he gets to have that Zoom meeting in his living room. And right when it's, you know, he's done, he gets to run out the door and go watch his son pitch. You know, just different things like that, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I think you're going to find... If anything, I think the most positive thing we're going to get out of this is efficiency. I think you're going to find a massive amount of efficiency yeah. across the board. I think you're going to find I think you're going to find businesses running more efficiently. I think you're going to find um, you know ways we travel we're going to make more efficient. Um, I think you're going to find just the way we live life in general being more efficient because we're all we're also realizing all the shit we don't need. Right, we're all at home, and there's a lot of places we can't go, and there's a lot of things we don't do. And in about another month, after it's been two, three months of this, you're gonna be like, I really don't need that, or I didn't need that. You don't need all that extra bullshit. 
and you're going to run things more efficiently. I think you're going to find companies right now. You got Anheuser Busch making hand sanitizer. You got tequila and whiskey companies making hand sanitizer. You got GM and car companies making face masks and all kinds of other things. I think you're going to find those companies. I'm not saying GM's going to get into the face mask business or Budweiser is going to get into the hand sanitizer business, but those companies are going to start looking at things and going, oh, wait a second. We can do other things in this same business model, right? We can still kind of streamline these things. So I think that you're going to find uh, a lot of these companies really figure out what's important, what's, what's needed, what's not needed. There's going to be a lot of fat trimming. Um, I, I do think you're going to have a lot of high unemployment, unfortunately, because sometimes the fat is, is bodies, right? You, you're going to yeah. cut the body that you don't need. Um, but you're going to have efficient, efficiently run companies. Yeah. Uh, you are going to have a lot of automation. Yep, I agree. Yep, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> shit, China's trying to put automated fans yeah, in the stadium oh, baseball That's games. freaking weird, that? man. That's weird. Yeah, Teddy, look it up. They got they got robots in the stands and a robot band in the bleachers, and they are running games they go with a clean robot the dirt like in between in innings. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like um, like uh, companies no, that, I know I, of that are, are looking to go to models of you know like a like I'm not 100% say this company, but like Dunkin' Donuts, where it's almost like you can go and get your food and get your coffee and almost have no human interaction. Mm. Yeah, no. I think restaurants. I think restaurants are gonna. I think it's gonna be six to one with restaurants, right? There are gonna be those people who are always gonna go back to their loyal restaurants and those restaurants that have built their foundation on, on um, their loyal return customers, their patrons. Those people are gonna keep going back. But I think that that volume of takeout that these restaurants are seeing right now, it's gonna go down. But I think it's gonna. No, be I specifically think the bigger change in the restaurant part. industry the restaurant will be the method of interaction between server and guest or bartender and guest and I think you see it in a lot of chain restaurants already but I think you're going to see it more in smaller restaurants as well where every table will have its own payment device um, and then the server will just need to wipe that device down as they wipe down the table before the new um the new guests come in, but that way it eliminates any exchange of, of money or credit cards. The server is only touching the house products. They'll probably be wearing gloves with everything now um, on all used utensils and shit. Um, but like, I think that's where you'll see the changes in the restaurant. I think the restaurant industry is going to boom as soon as all this is lifted. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to like, uh, like a, Takeout place, yep. not like yep. a takeout place. But yeah, like, I've gotten so I, some went, I grabbed some. Um, I went into like, yeah, so like I went to like Muffin House, and like it was so awkward, like just like being like standing in like at a line, like having to stand at a line, and then like the checkout, yeah, like, not knowing like what to do. Like they had a they had a setup where you like, if you're paying cash, you like place the cash on the table, and then the employee comes around the desk and grabs the cash and then you stay in that spot and but you're like still six feet away from them and you don't come and grab your cash your change till they're like all the way back across the, the counter and it just it just was See, like, I just think weird. we'll also it's encourage really a, a lot of use of the Google wallet and like Apple Pay and shit where you can just wave your phone at the counter device and it picks it up. You don't you literally don't have to touch anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think a lot of those. Yeah, exactly. I think you can just like, it's going to go to the technological way where it limits the transaction, the interaction between, you know, server or service provider or, you know, teller, whatever it is, and guest. Um, It'll all be like hands free. Pay with your eyes. Yeah, I. Brain. And see that's that's where I have the biggest struggle. I said this a while back. Mookie wasn't built for this antisocial stuff, right? I wasn't built for this antisocial thing and not talking to people and not interacting. I've raised my kids that you know, you meet somebody, you look them in the eye, you give a handshake, you introduce, you introduce, you introduce, you meet people, you say hi, and that's the part of this that's going to kill me, right? Is that non-social connection, a non-interaction basis that, you, you know, you bring your kids in and you meet the people, right? I remember going to the bank with my mom and dad. You go to the bank, you get your lollipop, you know, and then you go over and you get your coffee and you get your, your, your donut. I think all of that is going to go by the way. I think it's going to be very automated, very robotic, and I think we're going to have a generation well, of Well, I don't know if we can comment on the socialization aspect at. of them because this – eventually will be lifted and they'll be forced into socialization again via school. So the gap that they're going to have is probably pretty minimal in their existence. But the way this impacts the future just in general, um, I would be interested to see. And you're right, it's probably going to change the way that you interact in public. But And I understand the sentiment too, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. You know, while I may be a hugger, if in two generations from now it's turned into people bowing, like that doesn't bother me. Uh, I don't give a shit at that point. You know? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree. As long as there's an interaction of some sort, I guess what I'm saying is we're getting away to your point where it's all going to be Google Pay and then and, and drop off some takeups and pickups, and there's not going to be that that you need to go in anywhere. They're going to bring everything out to you, or you're going to pick it up and just walk away. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as there's an interaction of some sort, I mean, we're already minimally seeing it in the schools before this happened, right? Because all the schools are now getting tablets and devices. So we've already seen this generation where the kids are already looking down at tablets and, and, and working with their, their classmates via the Internet and chats versus sitting in a group circle and working together. I think there's going to be, I think again, there's going to be more of that versus the Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that sometimes I look at that stuff and I'm like, yeah, it's just in a different way, though. It's just like, you know, you're still interacting. It's just in a different kind of way. And when we talk about, like, with tablets and, like, you know, each kid has, like, a little Chromebook, right? And they're all, like, that's what they're reading from. Like, I'll never forget one time my pediatrician was like, it's scary how good these kids are with, with the tablets. Like, it's just so, it's scary. That's the word they use. And I was like, why is it scary, man? I'm like, it's just, they're just, they're just reading, they're just reading in a different way. They're still reading. I was like, at one point in, in history, right, like, some old timer was sitting around and watching a little kid flip through a book, you know, a, a page book. And it was like, ah, oh, these, these kids with their books. When I was a kid, we had to scroll, you know, and like, like, like the, the I mean, it's as, always seen as VHS in beta or VHS in DVD and DVD in Blu-ray and cassette to CD. Well, or, or when you really think about it, right? Like money, right? The currency, it's really just an exchange for goods, right? So you exchange currency for goods. Like back in the day, it was, it was, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I don't know the the exact time of it, but you know, whatever it was, you, you know, you're exchanging like little shells for for for, oh, like, you know, for food or, or or whatever it was. 
you know, like rocks for this. Oh shit, right? Right. <laughs> you know, or whatever it was. You know, five sticks for you know, six rocks, you know, whatever it was. You know, if, if we're waving our phones over something to get to get goods, like whatever. That that um like the actual money part of it, I, I don't really give a shit about. Um Oh well, I no, I, I don't care either. I mean if you can wave your phone I mean I wave my phone now as it is and push the button and Apple Pay if I can figure out how to use it right. Yeah, I do that. But so it makes sense to, to, to take do. away the touch, um, you know. I, I was talking more just. But I don't know. Tamuki's point. Yep. Yep. Now, Teddy, let me ask you. You said what we. No, started... no, to your point, though, yeah, it's like, does that, in a, you know, are we doing almost a disservice by, um, you know, like those little touches? Are you, are you building your antibodies in, in, a, in a way? You know, I, I don't know. And I'm sure there's probably a million studies on that by. You know, by doing these little touches here and there, you're building up. You're, you know, you're you're getting a little bit of germ here, and you're getting a little bit of germ there, and you're you're getting your immune system boosted. And if we start taking that away, are we going to have lower immune systems? I don't know. You know, somebody else that's way smarter than me that that's what their life is is going to you know tra- come up with some studies about that. But I, I don't I don't know. Sure, he's I'll the one who doesn't want to fucking do handshakes. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you guys a question how do you see this affecting the fitness industry no so my question was um, how do you see this affecting your business I guess Teddy you as well specifically because uh, I know you do a lot of the personal training do you think that there's going to be a lot of uh, opportunity for you to do one on ones and, and remote client based things with a zoom or some type of personalized fitness app um or do you think that's it's it's the gym world and your world is gonna i mean the gym that the the hardcore gyms the golds and the the, the other you know um super box gyms those you gotta go there but how does it affect how you think it's gonna affect you so i think honestly the one one thing i always tell people when they ask about new trends within the fitness industry whether it be uh uh, Orange Theory, Peloton, Bowflex, Body by Jake, Insanity, doesn't matter. Um, the thing that has always remained has been the physical gym. Um, whether that is via one-on-one training, classes, or just going on your own, the actual gym has it's, it's withstood all of these other fitness industry trends. Um, and it's because it's consistent and it's there. So I don't think that it's going to have a negative impact. If anything, I think it's going to have a giant spike like another New Year's um, uh, New Year's resolution type uh, bump. And we'll see an eventual drop off. But I think classes are going to be the new um, big thing to do via Zoom if you can do it. The problem with Zoom fitness stuff is unless you have a location like a gym, you can't really lead a class. Like, I can't lead one from my apartment. I don't have the room, you know? So it's just, uh, I I think you'll need the facility. And the facility can, uh, for the use of technology and doing Zoom meetings and Zoom classes, or like having people remote into classes. Um, but yeah, I think you're still going to need the gym. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed, uh, I'm sure you guys saw the article, uh, there's, a, there's a massive push in some states anyway to get gyms on the essential business yeah. list to get things No, I mean, personal yeah. training, I think, is going to be considered a luxury by a lot of people, and I don't think that will bump up, but the gym itself and classes no, are, are going to be huge. I think that, and specifically speaking about us, I think that we're the type of place that people are going to long to, are going to like want to come right back to. Like, because this is like people are are craving that social interaction, the, the group, like the group mentality and, and just being together again. I think that's the type of thing. Like I, I said in the last, I can't wait till the first class back. Like I can't not wait. Midnight Madness all over again. Yeah, I, I was honestly like trying to like brainstorm and trying to figure yes. out a way to do it and have like a grand reopening type thing and have a, a friggin' monster class, like and a party afterwards and have friggin', you know, I don't know, bring Prince back from the dead and have him play. I don't know, like, <laughs> like have just a, a bed, a, a friggin' bed, <laughs> man. Like, I'm just. I'm, I'm so that like excites me. That really just like makes me happy. And I just thinking of that, and I think a lot of other people are excited about getting back in it like that. You know, so many people like you know the Zoom workouts just aren't. They don't do it for me. You know, it's just something that you don't. I don't know. It's one of those things that you either feel you don't feel, and I think a lot of people don't feel it. I think a lot of the people that came to ABT came to ABT for for the social aspect and the family aspect of it and the togetherness part of it and I just don't think like Zoom group workouts like do it for people. You know? I agree and with I think you. there are people that are going to be too. Know. Yeah. You know, um, I think it does No, I agree. I mean, we started out we <laughs> I think people that are going to do I think some personal trainers like people that really are more one-on-one coaches I think they can ha- they can use this opportunity to really expand their business. I think this this is something that those those type of people can use to to take on more clients and to do things like that and be able to work with people in the same way that we just talked about the business world. You know, be able to train somebody over Zoom that's in you know in wherever in Turkey. You know what I mean? That they can take any type of person on. Um, but I think what we do. Turkey, Turkey, of all the countries. In you the know world, what? I Turkey. was going all over the place, and I was going to say China, and then I didn't want to say China. Like to tell you the truth, the first thing that came to my mind was China, and I was like, "Don't say China, don't say China." Turkey <laughs> said Turkey. That's awesome. And I'm kind of hungry right now, so I wasn't. Um, so yeah, yeah it's I. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting, but I'm I'm excited. That that I, literally gets me out of bed in the morning thinking about that. I, I I agree with you a thousand percent. We started this off when you asked me how it was going and I said I'm struggling because it's just it's not the same. You know, working out from my basement or, you know, my, my living room it's just not, you know, uh, the same. You know, you take what you can get and you you work it out and you do what you gotta do, that's fine. But it's not. Like I love the social interaction, I love the family aspect of it. I've always said that to you guys. Um, and and the, the 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 timing couldn't have been worse. You know, we had challenge day. I went home challenge right. day afternoon and ruptured my ligament in my left thumb. And as soon as my surgery ends and everything's done and I'm rehabbing it and I'm ready to come back, we, we have this quarantine shit. So I'm like, oh, my God. So, 
Um, yeah, no, listen, I'm, I'm more than excited and never to, to, to just to get back to that. Same. Um, aspect Same of it. For well. sure, Same. man. Same. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I, I, like I said earlier, I, I joke and, um, about positivity and about how, how infectious positivity is and, and bringing people's spirits up. But, you know, we all see it right now at a time like this, uh, the world we're living in, people are talking about it all the time. No, just stay positive, stay positive, stay positive. We're all in this together. We're going to get through it. Stay positive, stay positive. And at the end, it's true. It's true. I, I think that, you know, in, in the face of such an adversity that is truly touching every human being in the world, which you can't right. often say. It's touching every single person in the world. I find it hard to complain sometimes in a world like this as well, because we're all in it. Everybody's in it. We're all dealing with it to some facet or degree or one or another, whether you've been laid off or you've been in the hospital or you, you know, your gym's been shut down, whatever it is, it's affecting everybody. Um, and running around complaining about it's right. not going to help. So, you know, um, being positive and spreading that and just making people smile and laugh. I mean, Shit, that's what we see on TV every night now, right? Goth Brooks is live all the time from his house and the Disney sing-along last night. And tomorrow night, there's another one, Live Nation, or one of them's having another sing-along. I mean, it's, that's, that's all we're doing these days is these live events to put smiles on people's faces. I mean, I, Chris, did you watch the Disney Live with the kids? I mean, we actually awesome. did it. We, we talked about it, and they, they didn't want – at the end of the day, they didn't want to watch it. So we were, uh, we were just doing our own thing, but yeah. We had like a game night the other night and stuff, but yeah, you know, Hey, and this is not to say yeah. people are going to have their dark spots, right? Like you, your people are nervous and, and up, sure. you know, of course. And, and scared of what's going to happen. So you're going to have moments of, of this is scary as shit, but at the end of the day, yep. you need to, you know, come back around. And like you said, man, I, in all honesty, we, when we talked about having you on me and Teddy, I was like, dude, he's the perfect, perfect person for this situation because if anybody could see be positive in this, it's going to be Mookie. So we got to get him on. So, um. yeah, no, listen, I, I, I try to every day. Like I said, I, I have my moments. And uh, I think one of my moments is that that inability to work out with everybody and be at a gym and, and kind of stay physically fit. So, you know, but, you know, we do our best and we get through it. But I, uh, I go back to the fact that we are, uh, for lack of being more cliche, we are all in this together. Everybody's dealing with it. It's not like, oh, well, Mookie can't work out, but the rest of the world can. So, you know, go have a pity party. It's no, no, the world can't work out, right? None, none of us can do anything. So it's um, right now it's, it is what it is. And we'll exactly, get through it. We'll exactly. Exactly. Um, 100%. Thank, thank, thank you for coming on today, man. Um, definitely appreciate it. Um, like I said, when, when this, when we had this, hey. you know, when we had to start thinking about topics to start, doing during this time you know you you were one of the first names that came up so um you know take that as a compliment that we we look at you as a as a as a positive beacon in our lives too so uh, oh hell yeah dude thanks i i appreciate that i appreciate that from both of you i really really do it means a lot i uh and, and in my free time that i've had i've actually spent a lot of time thinking about mookie's miracle and and how it's going to affect me going out and speaking places and whatnot. And in the meantime, I've actually, uh, I came up with a newsletter essentially I, to kind of start spreading out and, and sending out to people. I got I it. You guys I got it. Got it. Um, oh, okay. yeah. And so that's going to start going out. Teddy, if you didn't get it, I'll, yeah, go, I'll, I'll, I'll sure check it. again, man. I haven't looked at my email today. 
Yeah, no, it went out. It went out last week, so I, I have. Uh, I'm trying this uh, a service called Mailchimp. I'm trying to see what works best and importing email addresses and making sure I do it the right way without violating yeah. the rules and regulations. But it's basically it's it's that that virtual way of getting out to people in, in small little nuggets of you know positivity and positude and and kind of sharing that that positive message with people you know and having a positive attitude because it's going to affect. I think it's going to affect. You know, public speaking a lot. I think you're going to find uh, public speakers, the, the people who actually earn a living doing this, they're going to, it's going to be a different world for them too, because it, the people are going to be a little apprehensive about congregating in, in giant forums um, for a little while. So, you know, I've spent a lot of time also thinking about Mookie's Miracle and how to spread it and how to share it. And um, I'm happy to be on with you guys today. Listen, I got three hours in the car from my house to New Hampshire. So I, uh, I gladly appreciate We appreciate it too, time. Mook. Thanks for joining me. Uh, to everyone else out there, like, follow, subscribe, comment, download, share, and most importantly, listen. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Peace. Thanks for tuning in, folks. From our pack to yours, don't just talk about it, be about it.